It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. What it is, fellas. So um, we are the wise men in Tyrus. Uh, roll call. Who we got with us today? We got Jeezy. I thought I heard the sweet voice of, of, of A-Rye. Kevin. I'm here. And um, Aaron was talking about living on people's couches. No, I was actually talking about enjoying a drink on a rooftop bar on a perfect day. But, you know. I can you know what? Just for, just, just for giggles, because you and I have never broken bread like that in the, what, 10 years we've been running together? Yeah. Um, what is the preferred drink of the enlightened one? So I'm not a big drinker, believe it no. or not. Like I will, um, oh, I believe if it. I have like three, you know, <laughs> if I drink three times a year, that's a big thing. I mean, obviously right. Derby, you know, I do it right. But, um, last night I, you know what? I had an old fashioned. And, oh, nice. Uh, of course in Louisville bourbon is, uh, right. Yeah. It's like so, horses uh, and Muhammad yeah, Ali out there. Yeah. 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 Um, that's uh, that's it. I was actually on the uh, development committee of the Muhammad Ali Center. Oh, so if you're ever in Louisville, here's a plug. Go check the uh, Muhammad Ali Center out. It's hey, uh, really, really cool. And um, hey, I got to meet him before he passed. Hey, Jeezy, uh, make sure you remind me to call that place and let them know who they're dealing with after the show. <laughs> got you, got you, got you. Yeah, we got we got to get on that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I met I met the great one a few times. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. He actually threw two jabs at me, and I was like, you know. It was pretty cool. Um, and, Did you get Brodus Clay from Cassius? No. Uh, actually, what he said, that's a big <clears> – Jeezy <throat> knows what he said. <clears throat> um, and his voice is like, oh, he's a big – wow. Oh, you, can't even, you can't even say the words. It's Fox News. They'd faint. Oh, okay. All right. I can say it. I can say I can show you I can tell you. I can show you or I can tell you. In this case, I'm showing you. And there's no okay. cameras. But, um, yeah, I met him and John McCain on the same weekend. I was in the All-Star game. I wasn't in, but I was at the All-Star game in Phoenix and uh, with Snoop. And uh, I was sitting, I think we were sitting second row, and I was getting a lot of attention because uh, it was – scaring some of the people like little ai was getting a little nervous but um and john mccain said the same thing he was just like wow you big motherfucker so um that's why i like oh, john mccain you know what was funny was because uh he had just lost to obama and here he is at the nba all-star game and he was chilling and i was like you know what man this dude i never had a problem with him you know what i'm saying like uh even when he was running against obama i was good with either you know Either or, like there was like a, it was a time when politics, like it was like, uh, if your guy didn't win, it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it wasn't the end of the world, you know. It was like, okay, we're gonna do it this way for for four years or whatever. But uh, he was, he was really down to earth and cool, man, and I appreciated that. But uh, you know, I digress. This isn't a political show. This is the routine homeboy check the wrestling show. But um, so. Got a big week. I got a. Um, by the time when this airs, it'll be the countdown for my big interview with uh, Junior Kratos. 
So I thought maybe we'd all talk about uh, Kratos a little bit. Like he's a rising star in NWA. Like that cat is. <laughs> he is um, one of the reasons why I like Kratos is he still is able to make what we do believable. And still, yeah, those of us who've been in the ring with him, there's no arguing that. <laughs> yeah, we've all taken knees and forearms, but that's the part of the business we love. We know yeah, we like a snug. Yep. Yeah, that's what sells our piece of the pie in the wrestling world, in my opinion. I agree. Um, but he also understands the nature of, of our business and the storytelling of it. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. hungry and he's not he's not uh, burnt and bitter by the business. Like we we come across a lot of guys that are like that. And um, he wants to learn and get better, not only for himself, but for the company. And when you got a guy who wants to work for the company, you can do it. You want to work with him. Everybody yeah. wants to work with him. And that, that's the kind of worker you want to be, right? Like yeah. everybody wants to sign up and, and have a match with him. Yeah, they do. Unless unless you're playing wrestler, he is a nightmare because yeah. you're gonna get it. But I was the same. I'm the same way. I I had I got it, Jeezy. You got to remind me, man. You're still my management. Still my management team. I can't talk I, in I presence got, got wrestling no more. I have to say I was. I'm not is anymore. I'm retired. <laughs> so you know, I was I was snuck. Trevor would tell you if you're supposed to duck. Yep. Yo ass better duck. Oh. <laughs> <But> Dude, <laughs> he punched me in the throat once, and it's my fault. You know, he gave me the warning. Put, you put me up against, I'll never forget it. You put me up against the pole. And common sense would tell you when you see a man your size drawing back to punch me that I should probably move. But yeah. for some reason, I had a brain fart. You know and what? I'm going to stop you there. I don't think that's what it was. I think Aaron got in your ear, and you're like, you know what? I hear all these stories about Tyrus is tough and all that. Man, fuck that. He ain't bringing no heat. I'm gonna, I'll sit there, and he'll hit me, and I'm going to look right back at him. Watch this, Aaron. Uh-uh. And then, no, drop me to my knees when you shoot a Jackie Chan me right in my throat. Yeah, I, I do like hitting you in the throat. That's I will tell the truth. Like I've, I, You know what it is, Trevor? You just have a hittable body. Like, <laughs> can everybody agree with that? Like, anyone who's been in the ring with Trevor, like Aaron, like something about like him says, like his body back. just says, "Punch me, I'm good with it." I, I'm looking like a, an old bro, school stretch Armstrong, bro. Yeah. That's all it is, man. Huh? Well, there's there's repercussions afterwards, though. Well, we uh, have receipts when it's when it's yeah. when it's not apologized. But, you know, there's our no, receipts. You can, yeah, I mean, you, you definitely can let loose on them. You can like, yeah. you know, you, you put a little extra English on it, as I like to call it. You know, this is just a, you know, little, little extra zing on the thing. What's funny about Trevor is then he'll give you the. <laughs> now we're playing, brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why not? Like, no, that's okay. Here's the thing, man. Like, I understand, like, pro wrestling has kind of changed and we've turned to a certain amount of uh, theatrics and stuff, but I still think people get excited when they're six feet away and watch two guys just. Hey, when you're, when you're, when you can't move like me, you got to be a tree and get chopped, brother. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, ah. Uh, Did something happen? No, Aaron. No. We promised the boss would behave. We promised. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get that NWA legend contract, bro. I'm not trying to mess this up because Jeezy, I'm what? I'm what, Jeezy? No, 
I'm retired. Listen, Tyrus, uh, Tyrus you're, you're, is giving us a master class on how to do the business. So let's listen to it. You know, I'm I'm retired now. I'm trying to get on that NWA Legends check, Briz. So <laughs> I was getting a, a nice long thread of of text messages yesterday, and the one the only thing I could think of is who in the hell is Gags the Gimp? <laughs> <laughs> I said, and why is he getting the rub? <laughs> well, it, he deserved it. Okay, that's like that's a little. He's bad. over. Yeah, yeah. Gags is Gags is all right. Yeah, Gags. <laughs> I mean, I uh, I like him with the mask on. The mask comes off, so I kind of hate him. But when the mask's on, he's all right with me. I'm just gonna put it that way. Is it is it wrong that only in the pro wrestling world are we comfortable saying, yeah, we like Gags and Jim? Yeah, because like in any other setting, this would not be a good conversation at the uh, at the Sistine <laughs> Chapel today. Are you on the Gutfeld show looking at Greg going, yeah, Gags the Gimp's pretty awesome. You know, a lot of, you know, there's a possibility that Greg is Gags the Gimp. Oh, it's just, well, <laughs> I think to, to Trevor's point, I think that, like, in, in terms of, like, saying the word Gags, I, I would say, like, only in pro wrestling would any of us be comfortable saying the word Gimp. Yeah, Not or or anyone player. anyone in a Pulp Fiction remake uh, town theater show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And probably Aaron on Wednesday nights in uh, Ebor, Florida. I think. Yeah. I think in in that setting, uh, you observed a few gimps over there, and you were disgusted, of course, because you were there to to practice ministry and bring them out of those. Environments, and uh, you know, because Aaron, a lot of people don't know his 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 belief system. He's very devout, and he's not afraid to go out and do a little preaching, right, Aaron? I'm sorry, you cut out for about the last minute. Um, yeah. Can we just oh, keep moving on and make believe that never happened? Um, <laughs> speaking of Kratos, got- like what what's the deal with Kratos? Uh, I knew you were gonna get jealous. You guys are uh, former tag team champions. No, I'm happy for him. Like, are you? He needs props straight up. He needs his props. Like, okay, so we'll we'll cut the act for a second. Uh, Kratos, in my opinion, he is just one of those guys where I would put him on TV in any major company right now. And I think at NWA, we are so lucky to have him. And past that, um, the kind of human being he is, like what he's gone through, and and just the the man he is, is it speaks for everything. And I was. Very, very uh, fortunate to have him as my partner for uh, for about better part of a year. We were tag champs, and it was really, really cool to be able to work with him. And I'll, I'll be watching the interview and uh, really, really excited to see what he has to say about me. Now, listen, I have one mission in this interview, guys, is to make him cry. That's all I'm trying Uh-oh. to do. I'm trying to get that journalistic uh, question where I, where I hold both my hands uh, together over my mouth and be like, I, I pose uh, this to you. And I well, think, you know, and, I, and because this won't air, he'll already film this. I, help me come up with a question, fellas, because I feel like the question is, what would you say to young Kratos today if you were to meet him? Is, I don't think any hard? man can survive that. Like, what would you say to the young you going through a hard yeah. time? I think every dude would be like, I just give, you know, with the exception of maybe Aaron. Aaron would be like, hey, kid, this advice ain't free. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I tried to get over on myself. Yeah, 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 of course you would. Charge yourself. Yeah, he would 1,000% charge himself. And then it would help me in the long run. Yeah, it would help you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think that's the one I'm going to go with.
Is he a crier? No, 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 it's not the point, Kevin. It's not the point. You know Um, what, Kevin? Kevin, sometimes I know you have a media background. Well, I do not. You went to school for this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. 20 years ago. Did you graduate? I I did, barely. But But did you graduate from a a prestigious university? I I did, yeah. Boston College. You played football at a high level. You have a, yes. a wonderful piece of paper in media, what that we're all doing. Yes. Everyone in here does not have that piece of paper except for Aaron because he can make one out of the back of his car. But you. Which is probably is. <laughs> okay. You're my guy. You're my media guy. I go. You're my go-to if I have a question. Okay. And that's the, in the media thing, it's, that's the, the journalistic move is you got to get that emotional response, you know? That's true. That's very true. Right. Yeah. Well, then you gotta you gotta ask about his daughter then. Oh, I'm gonna hit all that up. Yeah, I'm gonna hit. What's it like being on the road? You know, like. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Because he's gonna be tough. Oh, he has to be. We all are tough. He's gonna be tough at first. And the only reason why I want to do this is because they did it to me one time, and I was heated about it because when it hits, you're like, what? Nope. 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 No. No. Hell no. Ah, you mother. Ah. You got me, dog. You got me. You know, and uh, they hit me with they want to. It was like, hey, can you tell me about your mother? And I was like, you mother. (sighs) When you do the breath. (sighs) Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then uh, I said, well, no one's going to see it, man. I'm good. And then I get a text from Mark Henry like, man, you okay, dog? (laughs) I was like, man, (laughs) I'm proud of you, man, for expressing yourself. And I'm like what that is that makes you know the thing is man the human side yeah like yes yeah like yeah you know and but kratos is and that's the thing though it's not even about his wrestling accomplishments you know like uh and i'm gonna save a lot of the details but when i say he came from like humble beginnings ain't even right man like uh you know being homeless as a child has got to be one of the scariest things there is to be and especially in California, because, I mean, you just mm. you, it's just, bruh, you ain't got a roof over your head. Him and his mom had a tent, man. And, and anybody doubts it. I've seen the photo. You know what I'm saying? And for him and his and all the shit that let's be honest, man. Now, Jeezy and I know poor, poor brown folks a lot of times end up. Getting caught up chasing the wrong lights. You know, they, they see the drug dealer mm-hmm. in the street or they see the pimp in the fake ass clothes because that's what's around them. And they want to take those penitentiary chances to get a good life. And that usually ends up uh, in the penitentiary. And a lot of us, you know, and, but you know what, though? I'm sure <laughs> Trevor had the same situation. Aaron had the same situation. Kevin was in a better situation. But then when you get to college, you know, who knows what you're going to fall. We're all going to fall in the trap. So let me check myself because that's a little unfair. Uh, but a lot of times it's assumed, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of, it's assumed. And Trevor, you come from, um, you, you guys weren't living the silver spoon life either. And a lot of times you'll take oh. chances trying to put, to come up, you know? And even though you're chance like, I want to be able to buy my mom this, or I want to be able to have clean clothes, man. I want to be wearing broke shoes and not have a car. So like, Hey, let me run this or do this or, you know, whatever the, the case may be, man, Kratos uh, fought through all that. You know what I'm saying? And he, he bought his first house with his family. And when he was telling me that story and everyone was talking about my retirement stuff and stuff on the table, I was like, man, fuck all the stuff I'm doing right now, bruh, do you know what you've done? Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. 
Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Forget what my stuff right now, man. I, and I don't like to use the word proud with my friends because whenever someone tells me they're proud of me, it's like they're above me. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then maybe that's yeah. just me, how I look at things. But I was like, mm, we need to just... Yourself. I just, man, just let us honor you right now. Like, homie, good man. Damn, man, I could not be happier for you. Well, and it's it's him changing that generational. In his um, time. Yeah, like that's that's a a motivation, bro. But that also says a lot for him as a man because we all know what it takes to sacrifice to get what we want. And, And especially some of us that have been from the, the real bottom, you know what I mean? That to, to get out just just to be at par and then to be able to go above par says a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm sure at one time, Tyrus, when you were younger, oh, you just we're just glad you didn't go to jail. Yeah. You know, that was that was their top out for you. You were just glad you didn't go to jail. Yep. Well, I mean, part of my language, fuck that. Like, now you're out killing it. That's the... I think that's the motivation, man. Net, we don't ever want to go back to that. We don't ever want to see. Like the best thing about me life. or the best thing about us, everyone on here, is that we're not incarcerated. You know, that, yeah. you made it, you know. Um, Aaron, sorry, you, Aaron broke the mold. You didn't follow the family. You didn't become uh, working in the same town as your family did. You went a different route. You went your route. You followed your path and you took the risk. Yeah, A-Rai, but- same thing. A-Rai, you had to fight. So see, sometimes... Now, A-Rod, your situation, you were you were competing against greatness your whole life. Everything right. you do was judged based off because your father had ascended to so many great things with ESPN and his career right. and stuff. So everything you did right. was under a microscope. So even when you had a, a victory, see, like when I have a victory in something, I, I beat my dad at third grade. Right. I, I had it. Yeah. It was game over. You like, So there was never – every time I did something, everyone would be like, oh, man, that's so great. Your expectation is like, oh, in some cases, is harder because it's like, yeah, I just graduated from college. Yeah, but your father was like graduated top of his class. You know what I'm saying? I remember, like, be, I remember being a broadcaster in WWE and being like really fucking proud of it and having people come up to me and say, yeah, well, you know, your dad covered the Super Bowl. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, but you yeah. Know, you should have said, yeah, said that. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting psychology. Behind but, it, right? Is it, yeah. And and some people, haters, uh, people who don't get it, that's not white privilege. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being in a shadow means you don't get no sunlight. And yeah. sometimes no, coming from nothing, you get all the sunlight. Because yeah. anything you – they will celebrate mean just not going to jail. Hey, Jeezy, you didn't have a license of crime. Mm-hmm. You're not a drug dealer in Jersey. Man, I'm proud of you. Right, right. What is that? Proud of what? Because I didn't break the law? Thanks. You know what I mean? Like, it's funny how much the, how much the same we all really are if we ever have a conversation yeah. about it. Right, right, yeah. yep. But it's also, we should hopefully, I know it's it's kind of crazy to say, but we're examples for other other kids, other yeah. people in the same situation. And, and that fact that don't let your current living situation yeah environment dictate what you want to be in this world 
You know yeah. what I mean? And it's only, it only takes one time to like be hanging with the wrong crowd and go that other route. And then the rest of your life is just like not where you want it to be, you know? Yep. So um, it, it, it's, we should praise people that, that work hard to like go the other way, that to follow their dreams and their goals, you know, instead of uh, just, um, cause I grew up with a lot of people that, that went, that eventually went the wrong way. I decided not to go that way and follow my goals, you know? So you were accountable for your actions. Right, you, right, right. You look at yourself in the mirror and said, you know, this is the guy I've got to live with. And this is the, the you know, the guy my children have to look at. Like, mm-hmm. that says a lot for you too, man. Yeah. And here's the thing: there's if you if you that's your mindset, you could have redemption. When I think about one of the greatest wrestling careers, uh, a lot of times, man, I'll, I'll say MVP, and people will, you know, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, he was good, but he wasn't like take." No, you know what? His circumstance. Yeah. Yep. He yep. went down that wrong path. He paid his debt to society, and he could have stayed there. This dude went from the the penitentiary to a household name. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yep. And he had every time he every no one was going to take a chance on him at first. You know, they were all looking at him wrong and treating him. You know what I'm saying? And he just continued and continued. Now, when you say his name, you're like, oh, that's a great worker. Oh, that's a great WWE superstar. Oh, that's a great dad. You know what I'm saying? Like no one even remembers. Like you got to go back in his story. And that's his story to tell, not mine. But from where he came from, he found his path even when it looked like his path was over. And there is somebody somewhere in a similar situation thinking, I, there's no way I can get out of this lifestyle. Yeah, well, let me tell you the story of a dude named Montavious Montanius Porter. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, for real. Like, that's real. And it never gets talked about because that that whole stigmatism, well, we're proud of him because he's not doing it anymore. That's why I hate when, when a grown man tells me he's proud of me. I'm like, for what? Well, I'm proud of you, too. How about that? So when I say honor, like, man, it's it's cool because whenever y'all like Trevor last night, it was just you and me because everybody apparently was busy. Uh, <laughs> we were talking real stuff. But, man, do you know how many people came up to me and was like, I had no idea that he was a welder. And I'm glad that because we were talking about two dads talking about what we want for our children. And yeah, that, I said that plan B or whatever. And people were just like blown away by that. You know, and he was still able to do follow his dream, but he took care of. So if it all ends tomorrow, he'll be welding somewhere. But there will still be food on his table. Like, and that was the the point. Me, it was uh, to be a teacher or, or a coach or PE teacher or whatever the hell it was. But you having that, you know, having that backup plan. And at the same time, uh, now we're acknowledging somebody who stayed the course. And everybody on this show has a story. It's different. But there are heartaches and there are some things that I wouldn't wish on anybody. I don't know how I would handle every time I did something being reminded that my father did it better. Because isn't there a point where you just say, well, why am I even trying? Why am I trying? Yeah, there, I mean, when I was doing the broadcasting, it was kind of like, well, I mean, do I do I quit and go cover football? I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You know, I was I was really proud of the wrestling broadcasting and I loved it. And it was something that I knew. And, uh, you know, it's it's it is it's an interesting kind of like the psychology behind it is especially especially when you you know, you uh, you got to see you got the guy on the phone every night or whatever. And you're talking because he's still your dad. Yeah, exactly. You have a great relationship. 
Yeah. You know, it's not him calling you up saying, "Man, I you should you need to watch my ESPN when I smoked you tonight." Like right, it's not right, him doing right. that. And here's the thing, I stopped watching wrestling the WWE when I got fired. I think we all do that. And uh yep. yeah. and I flipped through the channels one night and A-Rod was on the mic and I ended up watching the whole episode because of A-Rod. Moxley was up and he was like the young left-hander and I was like, "This is great." Like this I'm this is great. Like this is this dude is great, you know? And uh, I I forgot my bitterness for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because of the great commentary. I think I even reached out to you, and I was like, and again, yeah. when you get fired, it's hard to talk about to the dudes who are not fired. We got to break that chain. But um, and I was like, man, that was oh, phenomenal. The pre-show. Pre yeah. The pre-show when I did. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And I was like, the major league reference, like, bro, you right. had me. You yeah. had me hooked. Yeah. Yeah. And I was bitter. And Aaron will tell you, nobody quite does bitter like I do. It's the greatest thing ever to watch. <laughs> but, <laughs> I've actually seen Aaron encourage Tyrus to be bitter. Oh, he always <laughs> wants me to go there. He wanted me to go there today. I started to go there a little bit. See, that's what they don't understand. It's like I will destroy you on the mic. Like, I have no bounds. There's nowhere I won't go to win the argument. But, again, I'm refined. <sighs> Civilized. I want that. Uh, I'm retired. I'm, I'm retired now. I want that legend. I want that legend contract. No. Oh no. 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 This show would have been very different today. You talk very about different. growth, though. That that's really kind of like you know to your point. Like it's it's how we're all kind of on this journey where we're we we keep going. We keep kind of refining. And um, like I didn't have a childhood that was <clears throat> excuse me like yours or Trevor's. Um, no, you had one like you. you. Know, I, I had. I was very middle class. And I was also very lucky to kind of like fall into what I fell into early. And it wasn't until later on in life like that I experienced this hardship, right? Because I, I just – I wouldn't go back home and I was kind of out in the world and stuff. And not that I had it remotely um, close to what either of you guys have or Kratos had. But when I was going through this internally, you guys helped me more than you know. And I, and I will say that I know I, I joke around on here pretty much all the time, but um, going through that period of my life that I've, I've just kind of started to come out of in the last year or so, um, if you guys hadn't have counseled me and really just not looked at me like I was just some weirdo, you know, privileged, Look, whatever. Failure is failure no matter what it is. It's your failure. It's your personal hell. What what levels that we set for ourselves, some people's failures are other people's success. Some people would say, like I said, I never got to wrestle on wrestle Undertaker, so my wrestling career is a failure. And some be like, what are you talking about, man? You wrestled this guy and this guy. You made the WWE. Like, who cares who you didn't work? You were there, man. You won. But when you're in it, you don't look at it that way. So and one of the things you keep telling us is like, I know guys, my story. Is, no, your story is your story. And you know what? I don't know if I can handle your story. Your story. You know, because you were one of the guys who was let go because you were too talented. So when they gave you things, you upstaged the guy you were supposed to be helping get over. So you were being punished would, for being really good. That would I, be really hard. I'm, I'm sorry to chime in, but that would be even no, it's a pot you're supposed harder to. to. Yeah, <laughs> almost a little harder to. It's do. worse. Like, I am, yeah. Like I, I did my job and I, I'm getting over and fuckers firing me. Like that would be hard to swallow, Aaron. And like you told your story to all of us, and I and I, 
I feel, I'm sympathetic to that, man, because you and I talked to Mi- you. Mizdow would have been a career for anyone else. The Mizdow character. Yeah. And it, w- it became a curse because everybody we put him with, he outshines, so we can't have him. You weren't, you weren't a behavior problem. You never were out of nope. shape. You never had a substance problem. You know, always cut a pro- you, promo. You, you, hey, put put these three guys over. You got it, boss. Like never, you weren't an attitude problem like I was. You didn't walk in the room and change the temperature. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You were a perfect example, Aaron. Of it's not you, it's them. Yeah, like like when when a well, I don't know how many relationships you've actually been in, but when a woman <laughs> says it's not you, it's me. <laughs> it's you. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, that again, like that it. it's different degrees. Jeezy, Trevor, and I, everyone wants to pat us in the head because we didn't sell drugs. Is that really a compliment? <laughs> right. That was hey, not, thanks that for was not cool. being murderous rapists, guys. You did it. <laughs> Get those guys a t shirt. <laughs> so there's different. Failure is. Everyone's own failure is like your own personal hell. You yep. can't understand it unless you're in it. Right. You no. know, and but we all share that bond. The difference is, is when you want to make when you become a victim, because nobody here is a victim. That's the difference. None of us are victims because a victim will want, you know, and, and we leave room for real victims to be a, when you're a victim, when somebody does something to you or takes something from you or physically abuses you, those are victims and they need to, they need to have their say. But when you're, uh, when your issues are, well, if you think that's bad, you guys think you got it so bad. Listen to what I'm going through. That's attention seeking. That's, that's, that's your, you, you want everyone to, to pat you on the head and do your heavy lifting for you. That's different, you know, and, and no one's in that. Jeezy ain't come on here one time. This man is, 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 is fighting literally for his life. Yeah. And he's never been on here like, well, you guys think you got it bad. Try this. And whenever I see people right. like that, I'm like, you're already, you're already beat, man. You, yep. you know, you got to get it. You need that Mickey voice in your head. Like, get up, Rock. You need that. Hey. Yep. And it might take us a while to get there. Kevin went a whole two years as a zombie trying to figure it out because he was heartbroken. And he didn't know how to fix himself. And then, but it, the pieces came together because even though he was down and out, he never really gave up. Because once you give up, you're you're not getting out. We all kicked out at two and a half. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. and that's and that's why Kratos' story is so is so cool to me because not only did he only beat it, he didn't tell anybody about it. You know, you never heard him sit there and be like, oh, man, the reason why I'm not getting booked is because of this or because of that. You know, he was just like, I had to dig all this out of him. Like I was digging it out of him. And um, well, and he he didn't have like who trained who who actually trained him. Do you know off the top of my head? No, Uh, but uh, hopefully it wasn't the guy who trained me because he forgot to teach me how to move. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what? My point to what I was saying is I don't know if he had, like, the opportunities of, like, you guys went to OVW. I had Harley as a namesake. Like, we had our little our little helping situations to try to get us known. I think he trained at Dojo. Oh. I, I, okay. I, I want to say. Which is even harder. 
because yeah. the fact of the matter is when you're coming to the States, you're a no name. Yeah. And that guy has now built himself up to be a recognized name and a force to be reckoned with in pro wrestling. That, that alone is something to be celebrated. Hey, Aaron, can you think we can get the rights to an immovable object t-shirt? Oh, now that see that that's the kind of thinking that makes money. Yep, that is the kind of thinking that makes money. Yes, let's uh, the immovable let, object. Let's, let's get this trademark on it. You can't move him. Yeah, because he can't. <laughs> he can't move. Oh my! Yeah. I dare you! I dare you! Oh, I, it's done. Okay, how about oh, that'll be on Gutfield, and uh, I'm I'm gonna say mark my words right now. It's the uh, give me the weekend. The I gotta find a printer. Uh, I publicly dare you. I publicly oh, yeah. The immovable object. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the immovable oh. object. Yeah, uh, Bundy and Andre and Stud didn't have to move around a lot either. Come get me. But, uh, yeah, it's all good. But, yeah, immov- hashtag immovable object is is coming to a theater near you. Like, I, I will have them. <laughs> I will uh, I will have those shirts for you at your next TV, you know, in case, you think, uh, in case they think we forgot. <sighs> Hold it right there. We'll be back in a jiffy. Yeah, but that's a, such a great point, man. Like, I've wrestled Kratos uh, four times, and uh, I've had a blast the, the, every time I've been in the ring with him. And, um, you know, and I was, like, getting to know him and the time. That's the thing. The time we spend together in the locker room, man, that's the – honestly, man, that's the thing about uh, retirement that I will miss the most. You know, the I can go in a bar and beat up some guys and be like, oh, I miss – that's like wrestling. But <laughs> – <laughs> or invite Aaron over and pretend like I didn't know he was coming. Walks in the house and just swing on him. Like, I didn't know you. Oh, dog, I didn't know it was you. It's like, bro, I told you I was coming. You know, but actually that almost happened once. So, uh, it yeah, it did. I walked. So I'm on the road. And uh, like I said, those of us who don't know uh, Aaron and I's, and, and I, I never tell. But Aaron and I are very close, but we've always maintained our rivalry because we never really finished our rivalry off in the WWE. So we've always maintained it and to the point where if you didn't know us, you would think the two of us could not stand each other. It yep. was like uh, it was like George Jefferson and Archie Bunker. That was our relationship. Yep. <laughs> and we would yep. <laughs> and we'd even say, like, if we did give each other a compliment, we'd often say things like, and as you know, you'll have the good taste not to uh, – tell anybody that we spoke correct and he's like absolutely and that was just our deal but um he uh i was moving to louisiana and uh all my buddies were in you know florida or on the road or you know i see everybody impact or whatever because that's where i was working at the time in fox and but you know no one was in louisiana and i was kind of like uh just kind of like not sure myself like what are my moves going i wasn't excited with a lot of the creative stuff and, and impact and I was trying to figure out if I really wanted to make the the to be on Fox News because I knew all the stuff that comes with it and I was like do I really want to open myself up to that you know like do I want to deal with that shit? do I want to have my blackness taken away every time someone doesn't like what I say you know so I was like dealing with all this stuff so uh, Ingrid thought it'd be a great idea to surprise me I think it was around my birthday to have one of my buddies come out and surprise me well, you know the golden rule, fellas. We don't surprise each other. We give each other the Iggy. Yep. Yep. You know, if – oh, did Aaron say yes? For the Jeezy, did Aaron say yes? I think so. Yeah, he said yep, right? 
A-Rod, you're in you have the degree in media. Would you confirm? Yeah. So I have three sources that this this dude said, yep. So I walk in my house. Well, it wasn't my house, it was her house at the time. It's my house now. But it was this is another house, a smaller house. And uh, I walk in from the road and I look, and this motherfucker's sitting at my dinner table with my daughter and Ingrid. And I was like, you didn't even have the temerity to get up? Like, you banging, you, you having an affair in my household, at my table, a meal of food with my child? Like, my fist is balled up. I'm thinking about, I'm not even going to hit him right away. I'm just going to throw him around for a while. Like, I'm, and Aaron's got a look on his face like, Tyrus, what it is? And I'm like, yeah, what is it, Aaron? <laughs> and so, I was told it was a present. It was going to be a surprise. And so that's why I had to kayfabe because I thought it was like, I thought it was, you know, hey, I. I Trevor, for the I record, what's the rule? Do we always do what? You heads up, man. You, you, you bros before hoes. It's uh, what? Uh, well, you know, you I, give a guy a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just believe that again. I may. I had a lapse in judgment. I was going through a horrible time in my life, and I, I thought I would bring some joy. He saw a free ticket to get out of Dodge. She was, and then Ingrid jumps up. And was like, no, 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 it was a surprise. It was a surprise. I'm like, yeah, tell me about it. She's like, no, so you guys could work out together. I was like, we don't work out together. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, actually, actually, Ingrid, that's true. We, I mean, we go in the gym and then we go in different directions and we, we don't speak. Yeah. That's not really our thing. We just, um, he's like. Yeah. The surprise! And I was like staring at him, like uh huh, uh huh. And she's like, "No, no, this this was this is a good thing. Like I brought him out for your birthday to surprise you." I'm like uh huh. And I think I said, "This isn't the friend I hang out with like that." And yep. she's like, "Well, which one is it?" I said, "I don't have one at the moment, but it's not him, you know." And, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you yeah. know, and then once the initial thing, and then you know, we were I was happy to see him but it was just you know it was just that thing you know we were just like you gotta give me the iggy man it could have been a trap because he drove me on the road he know when i was not in a good space and not a good person so uh i was like man what, what are we doing but the the point is is that so him and i are a lot closer than we than we've always let on so um and especially a lot of times even in our public stuff, when we talk, we'll still do the thing, and then I'll get a different chat. I'll get a private text on the side going, you know, I always got your back. So, I mean, and that's just the the, the nature of it. But um, every time, like, I've been, like, with Kratos, I always learn something new. You know, like, he was just one of those guys that when you're, you're his eyes light up when you're, when you're thinking, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, you know what, man, let's just beat each other up and figure it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's always fun when you get when you get to work with someone who's like, let's just, you know, Trevor, same thing. A-Rai and I, you know, A-Rai still has the greatest thing, whatever. Like, our match has got to be 15 seconds long. And he's like, listen, I'm yeah. just going to dance on over and you just freaky dicky, I'm baby. Sorry. Yep. I'm smiling sorry. the whole time. I'm yeah. crying. But he's smiling. Yeah. Like, you know, and Jeezy, whatever you ask Jeezy to do, hey, you mind if Trevor drives your head six feet into the dirt, oh, into the concrete? Yeah. I got First hey thing. hey baby First I got you I'm there. <laughs> Didn't even shake you his hand. Home. Didn't even say hello. Nope. Take this DDT well, on the floor. 
By the way, EC3 gave me one. It's good for the the business. Yeah. I just, Jeezy and Trevor, you both took one on the floor. I got to tell you, you only need to do that once. Yep. Steamboat was right. Don't ever do it. Steamboat was right because it was. It doesn't. Well, it doesn't matter, bro, how much you think you're going to protect yourself. No. We're we're large men throwing our virtually. And I did it from the apron. Y'all see, yeah. That was stupid. Like I my bell was rung for like a good forty five seconds where I was just like, Oh, that was a bad idea. Well and, at those moments, those are like where are you at moments. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where am I at? And that's the worst feeling, bro. Yeah, when you yeah. don't you're not quite sure where you're at and you're waiting to shake it off. And <laughs> yeah. I, I can honestly say that those moments re- rarely happen. I think the worst was I was wrestling Miz in Puerto Rico and it was a DDT. And uh, it's just the way because he does it from his knees, and when you're really tall, it's like uh, there's and you don't you want to be there for him. You want to plan it. You don't want to make it look like a forward roll. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, that's I took that one. That's brutal. yeah. You know, like there's just the there's no wiggle room. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first time I got like a stinger in my shoulder, and it took me about a minute to shake it off. Um, and then uh, when I wrestled. Uh, that uh, minute feels like an eternity. Yeah, I re- when I wrestled Adonis, I got kicked uh, in the side of the neck on a on a move, and and I got the old tingle back, and I was like, oh, I haven't felt that in a while. Let me wait for this to, to well, shake off. But if you would if you would move better, yeah, if I did move better, yeah, I probably probably could have avoided that. But what are you gonna do? You what know? are you gonna do? What are, I'm an immovable object. Hashtag. <laughs> so, uh. but um. And that's it's just one of those moves where you're just like, Ugh. but it looks good. Well, well that's the, the, the DDT from the knee. Yeah, I I, I do that. That's uh. Yeah, well, I, it, but you're longer. Oh, where you okay? Yeah, you no, know what I'm saying. When that. the thing about you wow. is like people don't realize how tall you are. Yeah, no, you are tall, Aaron. Yeah, like a lot I of people don't realize, but Aaron Aaron comes off like. Uh, like a guy you're just going to walk up and slap, and then you realize that guy's 6'3", 6'4". Yeah, I was going to say 6'4", 5'. That's why his gear changes are so good because he's like a sniveling wimp, and then all of a sudden you get down, and all of a sudden you realize there's this 230-pound. 230? Yeah. Come on. 250. Okay. You know what? We're Come done. On, 250. No, we're done. Like, you, do this, you do this every week. We try to give you a compliment. Yo, I mean, that's, that's a little. And now like, all of a sudden, 30. yeah, okay. You know what? We're done. I'm a manager now, so it's all good. Yeah, because you're a 250, 250-pound manager. Now you're Oliver Humperdinck. There you go. But except I look a lot better in uh, a sport jacket than he does. The sport <laughs> jacket wasn't the problem with him. It was the uh, half shirts, I think, were the issues. Yeah, and I, I ain't doing that. <laughs> Well, and he was a large, he was a larger fella too, yeah. if I remember correctly. So you would see half of his body. Yeah, you know what's funny yeah. is he he had a lot of gimmicks, man. He would literally change gimmicks within a week. He wouldn't even wait. He went mm-hmm. from Oliver Dump, Humperdinck to the Big Kahuna, <laughs> and then he was the fabulous yeah. Freebirds manager. And he was like their uh, he was their uh, what was he his, his their uh, it was like their religious mentor or something like that. Like it was like moving around. Like he had a lot of he wore a lot of hats. Yeah. It was confusing, you know? Yeah. Why? Uh, we got to go, but you know, for next week, let's talk about why don't good guy managers work? 
Oh, that'd be a good oh, subject. That's, yeah, yeah, that'd be that's, that's a great thought. Yeah. Because, what? like, why? All right, and, and we'll talk about it next week. But, but the, the short answer is there is nothing interesting about a good guy manager. You're one hundred percent. Well, it's a numbers thing too, right? I mean, by by numbers, you're already. You're yeah, because the definition of a babyface is you're doing it your own in the ring. Yep. Yeah. The heel right. needs an and extra guy on the outside. Right. Yep. So you're already yeah. creating the underdog just by having the numbers on them. Right. So what's good well, about that? Right. And as a babyface, you need to create sympathy for yourself. And if yep. you've got a second second person out there, why would they feel sorry for you? Yeah. Because when Jimmy was managing Hulk, but I think that was just because it was Hulk. You know, like it kind of – you didn't really care because yeah. he was so over – you know, it was like they were so over. But whenever they whenever they put a manager with a baby face, one, the other wrestler usually doesn't get a push. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's uh, it's just one of those things, right? Like the yeah. laws of wrestling. It, it is what it is. I mean, we'll, things don't work. Yep. I should have thought of that about 45 minutes ago. But uh, – <laughs> It's all good, fellas. I'm, hey, where can we see the interview with Kratos? Okay, so Fox News Saturday night, I will be hosting. Uh, it'll be on at, I believe it's on at 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock Central on Fox News Saturday night. And uh, I will have a lot of, I got some cool guests. And uh, I'm featuring uh, Junior Kratos as he talks about his life, uh, how he got into wrestling, and more importantly, how he became an amazing family man and husband. So uh, that's, that's that's awesome, man. Yep, and I'm um, gonna do a series of that, and and uh, honestly, man, you guys should all pat yourself on the back because the success of this podcast and the and the way you guys have carried and conducted yourself, you are opening doors uh, for not just yourselves, but uh, when guys have a story, they want to hear it now, and you guys should all be very proud of that. Right on, man. Good, right. good, very cool, cool, yep. cool, cool. With one exception. Well, for more podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. Uh, this has been the wise men and Tyrus. <laughs> the immovable object. Enough said. Proud of you, man. Listen ad-free with Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.